0: From Sacramento, the Bishop's Radio Hour with Bob Dunning, focusing on today's issues in the context of gospel values. Now, here's
1: Bob Dunning on Relevant Radio.
0: Beautiful day the Lord has made. Appreciate you all being with us on the Bishop's Hour. And this indeed is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And we're rejoicing because sitting right across the table is jennifer campbell jennifer always always good to see you good to see you too bob i see you're wearing your name badge just in case i couldn't remember your name uh, yes our guests do that for me it's very really kind of them
2: we try <laughs> try to be helpful yes
0: you're the director of the trinity pines catholic center i am up in uh colfax
2: good old colfax yeah right on 80
0: <laughs> and right. this time of year we call it cold defects. For sure. It's a little chilly up there.
2: It is a little chilly. gets a little bit of snow. Not too much, but yeah. a little bit. Yeah. They're
0: in that perfect area, like Grass Valley, Nevada City, Colfax, where you're just, every year you're probably going to get some. Once in a while you get a pretty good dump of it. Yeah. And all of us down in the valley are like, oh, darn, we just missed it, you We're know. Just-
2: yeah. I I don't know if it's so darn I'm I'm really, like were, okay you, you, I just missed it that works for well, especially me. Especially you have to drive up there yeah and,
0: I mean you don't live there so Correct. you you have to get there yes, and that's, get home. Yes. Yeah.
2: and and get home is is the yeah. is the key part. So yeah. yeah no but it's it's always really pretty. The snow makes everything pretty. Yeah.
0: So t- tell us a little bit just about Trinity Pines and, and yeah. I mean how how uh, it didn't start as a diocesan retreat.
2: No, it started as a um, minor seminary for the Legioners of Christ, and Mm -hmm. um, we purchased it from them Mm -hmm. and turned it into a retreat center. So we've taken all of the buildings that they were using for their school and repurposed them in different ways. Actually, what they use for the dorm, we use as like our big meeting space Mm -hmm. Um, and what they used as classrooms we use some a lot of those as dorms um so it's open room dorms um and we can we have beds for about 120 oh wow um and you know break it up however you need to for your group Mm -hmm. um and then we have two large meeting spaces so one can hold about 150 people comfortably and the other one about eighty, um, and the other the the second one has kind of two small, like it's split into two um, spaces, so you can actually do like a couple different small groups mm-hmm. if you need to. We also have a chapel on site, um, and uh, dorms and lots were of places. All
0: the structures there are pre-existing when you got it, or have you added to it?
2: All of the structures were pre-existing when we got the property. Um, we did some, there was a, there was a building that we now, we kind of enclosed it. Well, actually the, the Knights of, from St. Clair's in Roseville, um, enclosed it, but it was kind of more open air, Mm -hmm. um, meeting space and now it's more enclosed. It has fans and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but other than that, yeah, everything that was there is how it was. Um, you know, we were, we're in the process of, of possibly, you know, changing it up to, to move camp there. But, um that hasn't happened yet so mm-hmm. um, and I don't know that it will anytime soon so we're uh, we're going with the it's a retreat center so we've got all this those spaces it's perfect for especially like a confirmation retreat um, where you've got mostly the same age group kids right. there you're really doing you know large gatherings right. with the kids and then they need a place to sleep so if you want to do an overnight retreat um, and an overnight retreat is can just be so much more beneficial for for young people than than a one and done mm-hmm. kind of one day retreat. Right. I mean, you could do a really long day, yeah. <laughs> but um, to allow kids to really step in and into the retreat and live that retreat, um, doing something overnight is is really beneficial because it allows them that just the time and space yeah. um, to do that. So, a lot of groups will. How large do that. is the property? Um i it's two hundred and forty acres it's huge. it's about that's huge, yeah, it's huge. it's probably about um fifty to sixty acres that mm-hmm. are like in the front that we really mm-hmm. use, and that's what's for the like where the dorms are and there's a pond that that is stocked with fish um, places to hike places to hike some some shorter trails um fishing uh, basketball court things like that, yeah hunting. I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not my jam. But uh, <laughs> um, and I have I can say that I've never seen a bear there. Um, yeah, I you know I can't always yeah, it, it's it's say that for other God, things. it's
0: more likely you're going to see bears in the foothills uh, mm-hmm. uh, on the Coast Range mm-hmm. than uh, all the times I've been up Interstate 80 or Highway 50. I don't think I have ever seen a bear.
2: I mean, they have. Um, so they're but up there. They're up there. They're just not. They're. Yeah. I mean, quite frankly, they're more afraid of us than we yeah. are of I've them. I've seen them in Tahoe.
0: I have seen, seen them in Tahoe. In in the city. Yeah. Like, I remember near dumpsters in South Dakota, and one of them. <laughs> <laughs> we were. It was like where there's a uh, a Save Mart grocery store mm-hmm. or something, uh, and I think there was a Rite Aid and a few. You know, maybe yeah, like a yeah. Denny's out front or something, and and this bear. <laughs> Got inside a pickup truck in the cab. Oh. He's sitting there in the driver's seat. He had broken the window. Just hanging. And he's hanging. sitting there, and it was like late afternoon, and 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 my wife Shelly and one or two of our, our daughters Maeve and uh, Emmy I think were with us. <laughs> we're like and everybody's filming it. You know nobody oh, yeah. nobody cares about the like, poor guy's truck. <laughs>
2: I mean it's gone, man. Yeah. I mean yeah. <laughs> the bear has claimed it. Just let him have it. Let him
0: have it. Yeah.
2: That's kind of my feeling about it. But yeah, I mean, so I've seen him. but mostly you see deer and turkeys and yeah. but I mean
0: it's yeah. So. so who 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 rents it or who can rent it or how does that um,
2: a parish group from any of the parishes in our diocese can rent it um, as well as any movements within our diocese can rent it or from outside the diocese. Um, they do need to be connected to a parish or a movement within a diocese. Mm-hmm. Um, So we, we wouldn't rent it out to, for example, like if you wanted to have your family reunion there, we wouldn't rent it out for that. Uh But like if your confirmation class wants to do a retreat, they can rent it out, um, and they would provide. They can provide their own food, which is usually a plus for a lot of our parishes. So you don't
0: have a, 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 a staff staffing it, in a, no. you know, like a hotel does or something. No. So you would bring your own people. You bring
2: your own people to run the kitchen. You bring your own people to to do all the things. We just we clean it and so maintain it. they're just it. basically renting the facility. They're just renting the facility. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that's why it's a it's a minimal fee for that. Um, it's thirty dollars a day per. Thirty dollars a night, basically per mm-hmm. person.
0: Boy, that's reasonable.
2: Um, and then and then you, they have free, basically run of the, of all the the facility. Um. And so it's usually works out pretty well for our groups, um, especially, you know, the food costs that some, you know, can be high. So that gives them a little more control. They mm-hmm. can they can figure out their food and right. what's really going to work for their groups. Like well, you, And
0: that's that's the goal. Yeah. You want groups to use it and but but not mm-hmm. have to pay an arm and a leg for it. Yeah, that's, that's it.
2: that is part of it. So.
0: So yeah. is it fairly heavily used?
2: Um, get one or two a month, maybe mm-hmm. um, it. It fluctuates like
0: three-day weekend event
2: yeah most of the time it's like they come in on a friday night right. and they go home on a sunday Yeah. so and we do you know we offer it to the schools if they want to use it during the week there's a different price point for the during the week than there is on the weekends
0: so has it gotten busy enough that you're not likely to ever move camp Pendola over there or do you know I have no idea. That's <laughs> <You're not sure. laughs> that's about
2: five steps above my pay grade. Um, no, I mean it's not that heavily used. I'll, I yeah. will say that, but it's, yeah. it's it's you know it's used enough. And
0: Camp Pendola just shuts down in the winter.
2: Camp Pendola does just shut down in the win- winter. Winter. Um, our our thought and our plan for possibly in the next two years is to is to have it open in the fall and early spring mm-hmm. for groups to try for to groups. use. Yeah. Um, but that's you know down the road um, yeah. there's just some work that needs to get done um on the property before we can kind of think about that but it is it is heavily used in the summer so we, yeah. we're gonna and we're, we're gonna be back again this summer so i'm really excited um well, it's such a nice spot it's lovely um and it's you know it's a little drive from from sacramento but it's it's not too far um, and we're, you know, we're kinda nestled in this like really lovely spot where. You know, we're close enough to where we can drive into Grass Valley. It's not too far and and there's lots of hiking around because we are in the national we're in the Tahoe National Forest. Not really anywhere near Tahoe, but it's still the Tahoe National is, Forest. Uh, still,
0: that's
2: right. Um <laughs> which is
0: people, people I mentioned. They sure get very confused. Dakota, well, where's the
2: lake? Exactly. Well, there is a lake you can see, yeah. but it's Bullard's Bar. Right. Um it's a man-made lake and right. a, with a very large dam and the but yeah so it's 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 great and we're we're gonna expand this last summer we just did four weeks um because it was our first one back after covid um our plan right now is to expand it to a, add a fifth week of camp um so that we can open some more experiences up for campers because we were full with waiting lists every week yeah. last year and you can sometimes go to bullard's bar right we do so our That's our what, con- on a mighty yuba it is on the Yuba. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And yeah, so we do, we do go to Bullard's bar. Um, it's something that we do as a staff, um, as like a, a, staff during staff training week. Um, but we also have two of our, well, three now of our trips that we have for our high schoolers and middle schoolers go to Bullard's bar. So we have canoe trips, um, that happen. There's a girls only and a boys only one for that. Um, but which we weren't able to run those last summer due to just low enrollment in mm-hmm. those trips. But we were able to run our adventure trip, which is um half canoeing half backpacking, so they actually you can hike to Bullard's bar from camp um it's not like an it's an it's a relatively easy hike, but it's not something we do every day um and so they do that, and then we meet them with the canoes and The week that we did that trip this last year was when um Father Marr was up at camp, so he actually drove the (laughs) he rode the canoes (laughs) across the lake and brought them out to the campers and then said mass out at the lake for those campers yeah so we'll we're hoping to do that trip again this summer and do five full weeks of camp and bring back our leadership and training program and our um, which is for ninth graders and and tenth graders and our cit program we'll hopefully we'll get some more participation in it this year um, which is our program for juniors and seniors so trying different things
0: you know it's it's funny we're river city and all you hear about is the sacramento river and the Mm -hmm. american river and the uh uh, of course the sacramento starts up in shasta you know Siskiyou county but uh, and the american starts you know they all start out in the sierra and uh but the Yuba River and the Feather River are spectacular. They are. They, uh, people kind of over, I wonder if they have an inferiority complex or something, you know, because people overlook know. those two. And yeah. And they're really, they're really, and they have, you know, and there's highways along both of them. That, Definitely. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, we're, we're very lucky that we're, you know, cause we'll, we pass over to get to camp. You pass over the Yuba River in two different places. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, it's, it's pretty massive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I mean, camp is in Yuba County. It's You would barely know it's in Yuba County. but
0: I know, because parts of Yuba County are just flat as a
2: pancake. Well, and it's it's just like a very, like, somebody described it as, like, hold your hand up and then put your pinky up. Yeah. And, like, we're in the pinky. You're in the pinky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, yeah. When
0: you think of Yuba County, you think of raising rice and mm-hmm. all that, you know, and you think of the flats and the... The Pacific Flyway and all right. that, and then, but there's a little. But bit there's of Yuba a little County bit in the goes, mountains, yeah. yeah. Exactly. We're
2: up there, so we're we're excited to be back again this summer. It should be a good summer, and we're um, we're hoping to get registration open towards the middle to end of December for next summer.
0: And isn't it amazing? No matter what we talk about, it's all within the diocese of Sacramento. Yeah, it's so big.
2: The diocese is so big, and it's so funny. Um, We've just been. We've been doing, we did this fired up tour the first week of yeah. November and the people who were, who were coming like the, um, the speakers and the team that did the, the talent for the event, um, they're all from all over. So yep. one was from Oak Oakland, somebody from LA and somebody who was from our diocese, but lives in, um, South Carolina now. And they really like had no idea the like vastness of yeah. our diocese, like, yeah. We were driving two to three hours a day to get from like spot to spot. And we left our diocese for like 10 minutes when we had to drive from Lake, South Lake Tahoe to right. Susanville because you sure. drive into you go, Reno. Into Reno yeah. yeah. But other than that, like <laughs> we were driving hours and still never left the diocese for yeah. more than, I think, an hour. It's literally an hour like yeah, that you're out it of the diocese. If
0: you, if you stopped 100 people out here on Broadway and said, we're Susanville, I, I don't think you'd get one straight answer. I don't, and think so. yet Susanville is a lovely town.
2: Oh, it's lovely, yeah. and the 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 community that was there um, when because we went up to Susanville for one of the nights, and we actually had the parish group from Alturas came down mm-hmm. and and were part of the tour, and it was it was great to just it's a tiny it's I mean it is a tiny little community, right. but I mean in comparison to Sacramento, right. like not right. No, no judgment. Um, but it's just you know, it's just different, and and it's, it's so, kind of an
0: oasis on three ninety five. Yeah, you know, you're going along, and you're going along, and you're going. Are there any towns?
2: Yeah, well, yeah. And, and then the drive the next day, we drove from from Susanville to to Redding, mm-hmm. and that drive is just yeah, breathtaking. It and really you, is, you know, some of it though, you're driving through where there was a fire not too long ago, mm-hmm. a couple different ones actually, right. yep. and just to see, but to see the vastness of that forest and the You know, that drive it's and to know that it's still in our diocese and and it's just crazy. And (laughs) and
0: then you can see Mount Lassen Mm -hmm. and maybe maybe on that ride, you know, if you go around the curve, right, you can see Mount Shasta. Yeah, you you definitely can. And uh, those are two just spectacular mountains. Yeah.
2: There's a few spots where I was like, y'all look out the windows. I like slowed down. I'm sure the people behind me weren't so happy about it, but I was like, you just got to take it in. Because yeah. you're coming down some of the the you know going downhill suddenly and you're it's just like it just like the road opens up yeah. and you can just see for miles and it, it's gorgeous. And of
0: course, Mount Lassen is in Shasta County, mm-hmm. and Mount Shasta is in Siskiyou County. Because that's kind of confusing. Not confusing at all.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, that's like Placerville and Yuba City is, is not in Yuba County, <laughs> right? Well, that's like Placerville is in, uh yeah. El Dorado, El Dorado County, County, yeah, which just. Yeah. I, there was somebody who used to work in our office and he was trying to figure out like our deaneries and yeah, one yeah. of them is West Placer yeah. because it's the west side of Placer County yeah. in case anyone was curious why that and deanery then, is West Placer, but it's nowhere near Placerville and no, he exactly. kept saying that it was in, Placerville was in West Placer <laughs> and I was like, no, no. like it's nowhere near it.
0: <laughs> and then Eldorado High School is in Placerville. Yes. yes. Yeah, I, I remember. One, well, because it's in Eldorado County. I one of my, one of my daughters, um had a basketball game at El Dorado High School. And I remembered it was in Plowsville from when I was at at, at playing high school sports, you know, because we'd go up there, go up the hill. And the coach didn't make it. Oh, no. The the coach got lost thinking it was in In El Dorado Hills. Yeah, in El Dorado Hills. She drove all over El Dorado Hills looking looking for El Dorado High (laughs) School.
2: Nope. Sorry, ma'am.
0: So we we parents we took turns <laughs> coaching and uh, not surprisingly we lost badly.
2: It happens. <laughs> now I, I think that's kind of the 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 interesting part about our diocese is the yeah. is the vastness of it and the and um, the diversity.
0: Oh my god. I I mean the diversity of population as well, but uh, of, of human beings, yeah. but the diversity of uh, the landscape, the geography. Yeah. The, Wow, I mean, you you go up to Alturas, and it could be 20 below. Yeah. You know?
2: Well, and, you know, it was when we did... So we did this Fired Up Tour, which is our confirmation conference, and um, we decided to take it on the road for the North State because, you know... We felt that it was something that we could give back to these communities um, in a way that's different than them just than them coming to the the larger confirmation conference in Sacramento. Um, we already do something in the North State, but we thought we kind of take it to
0: the the
2: the the outer outer limits right so uh,
0: was there a, a tour bus and you guys are how did, no we how did drove it
2: we just took a van mm-hmm. we just rented a van and um but we had and then we had a, a u-haul with all the stuff mm-hmm. just like so we we brought the like video equipment and the sound and did lighting people wonder and,
0: who the heck you were when you're driving down the road
2: n- uh <laughs> no we were just people in a u-haul and a rental van so nobody noticed um but you know we were we were able to just kind of see the diversity of our diocese and and see and granted we were you know Tahoe and then Susanville and then to Red Bluff but it's and it's very similar landscaping in there but still I'd like to be able to bring that those what we were doing bringing musicians and, and adoration so what, you explain
0: and, what you, okay you you left Sacramento and you uh-huh. got everybody in the van yep then. We drove to I mean, South Lake Tahoe. I mean, I want to know where you stopped for lunch, of course. But but you went you went to South Lake Tahoe, mm-hmm. and to the parish there. Yep. Okay. Saint Teresa. Saint Teresa's, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And w- beautiful spot. Oh yeah. my gosh. Uh, it's
2: a it, well. I mean, it was pretty dark when we got there, so yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs>
0: I mean, you can almost see the lake from there. Yes, you can. If you are, if you, you come down, down from trees, that, you could see the lake.
2: Well, and it's just down from that big camping spot exactly. that's along the lake. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we went there and then, um, and then, so what
0: do you do you, you
2: pull everything out of the van, set it all up on the stage, and then run a program
0: yeah j- just for the kids from Saint Teresa's or people it was from open up?
2: to all it was open to everyone in that deanery
0: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. um I mean, the majority of the people were from.
0: That but, but you did get kids from other parishes. Uh,
2: I think so. At that one, um, at other ones we did. Uh, they, but it was open. To, basically, we did it um, by deanery, so mm-hmm. that was kind of open to everyone. In that deanery, we were mostly trying to. Um, for that one in South Lake Tahoe, it was like we were mostly trying to get like so- Tahoe City, Truckee, and South right. Lake Tahoe. Which, and,
0: all, which all have their own parishes. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and then after, so then we went to Susanville.
0: But 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 what did you do at? T- was it a one day? Was it? It's an evening? just
2: an evening program. Uh-huh. It was the same evening program we did, and it's the same, ex- it's the same exact program we do for Fired Up. Mm-hmm. So it's we have um, an MC who kind of leads us through the activities and does some like larger group things. Um, we have a musician and we have a speaker, uh-huh. and then we end with adoration. Oh, wonderful. Um, so we ended with adoration for this tour. Um, the one in, in fe- that's coming up in February will have mass. But uh-huh. um,
0: So you went from South Tahoe? To- South
2: Tahoe. Then we went to Susanville. Mm-hmm. Um, did the same thing. We got there a little earlier, so we, and it took us less time to set up because we'd done it already once. Right. Uh, but <laughs> basically just using their gyms, and we're setting up a screen. So, pr-
0: then you, you, so you spent the night in South Tahoe, mm-hmm. and, then, and then the next day you're... Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah, so we spent the night, and then the next day we're off on the road again. Um, it takes a little longer to get places because Tahoe was snowing, of course, mm-hmm. as we went up there. So there were chain controls. We really learned how to use chains. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> With a U-Haul, that had to be all kinds of fun. Did you have to put chains on the U-Haul too?
2: We actually didn't. We had to put them on the the minivan that we had mm-hmm. like the talents and, and we were yeah. driving in. But the U-Haul, we didn't need them, luckily. Um, the people from South Carolina freaking out. <laughs> uh, nah, it was fine. <laughs> um, and then... And then after, so then we spent the night in Susanville. After we did Susanville, it was the same program. Um, and then the next day, Friday, we actually had the day, we didn't have a program that day. So we did a like a theology on tap, but it was mm-hmm. theology and tacos in Redding mm-hmm. um, for young adults. And it was, it was open to anyone. Um, we had a, probably about 20, 30 people. And you have that at a parish? We actually had it at a restaurant in Redding, okay. like downtown Reading. Right. Um, And Father Raj um, Mm -hmm. and Father Mar joined us for parts of it. And um, Deacon Kevin was there, of course. And then the next day we had the the fired up in um in red bluff which yeah well we actually did it at the state theater which shares the parking lot that's right Mm -hmm. it's
0: a beautiful spot to do it
2: it is so fun and that's the the beauty of it also is that they have their own sound and lighting so i don't have to set anything up Mm -hmm. um it's so convenient to the (laughs) it's so convenient so you know we can just bring over the 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 mass supplies we need we don't have to we don't have to bring them with us. We can just borrow them from the parish. Um, so, with Father Chuck came over and helped us with that, and Bishop was there for for adoration. Um, for that day, we had like almost four hundred kids. Wow! So um, it was full. It was pretty. It was pretty full. Um, and
0: yeah, people come from Anderson, and they
2: come from all over. So, I mean, people as far south as probably well like willows chico yeah, yeah sure willows is farther south than chico i think yeah so like willows about, and, yeah, yeah same. And different roads yeah also um yeah they were all there and then um all the and anderson yes and redding and red bluff and um i think that was as high as it went <laughs> i'm trying to remember and a few uh, little missions and a out few little missions yeah, yeah yeah um so yeah they were all they all came for the for the program um and then we went home. We did that that was our afternoon. We did so that. So
0: the whole trip was about 5 days something. About
2: like 5 that. days, yeah. Wow. Wednesday to left on Wednesday. Yeah, left on left on Wednesday. We're back on Sunday. Is this Sunday. first
0: time you've done that?
2: As a tour, yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, so highly successful.
2: Pretty good. Yeah. It was a good it was a good turnout. Um it's something we'll probably do maybe like every other year. Probably not can't commit to doing it every year cuz it is a It's a commitment, but it's a big commitment, commitment, but it was lovely to, to be able to, to spend time with the team, the worship team, um, but also to be able to see people in their own parishes and, and get out and and meet
0: them was great. Old-time Americana, you know, you're evangelist going out. You should set up a big tent. And, I you know. know.
2: Well, if it had been in the summer, we could have. But you could it, have, yeah. It was too stinking cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no thank you.
0: Well, even even Red Bluff and Redding get cold at night. Yeah. It
2: was cold. That was the only place there wasn't snow on the ground, yeah. was Redding yeah. and Red Bluff. There yeah. was snow all the way leading up to there. So
0: the people, <laughs> people in Redding will tell you about the times it has snowed there. Oh, and, I'm sure. And it was like... And they closed the road right at Redding, right yeah. the road north. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's the, that's when the f- hotels all fill up because they closed the road.
2: Well, I went to school in Southern Oregon, and yeah. I definitely well, you know got stuck on five.
0: A bunch of times. Uh,
2: one time specifically, it took me nine hours to get from Ashland, Oregon, to um, the Water factory Rica. outlets in Anderson. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. I... <laughs> It was an emergency. I had to go to the bathroom so bad. Um, (laughs) But yeah.
0: Well, I I remember uh, one time coming down I 5 and like coming back from Oregon State at Christmas time. Oh, yeah. And beautiful, clear night, but the road was icy. Yes. Because you don't even know it. It, It's It's it's, black ice. It's black ice. And they closed the grade going up out of Ashland. And. we slept in the gym at Southern Oregon. Oh, I bet, They, yeah. they just opened it up for people that were on I-5, you know.
2: You, yeah, you're just stuck. There's nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. And it's just not safe to drive.
0: Oh, no. Oh, you, you, you just you, don't want
2: to. Yeah. It just had, it like, dumped snow that day and in from south of Ashland, and we were just, I didn't know how badly it was until we, you know, started going. Uh, and anyway, so... Well.
0: And the road only gets up to about four thousand feet at yeah, the top. It's not, there, it's not that even. That's I, I know every time you go through there, the sign says highest point on I five between Canada and San Diego. Yeah, but it's only about four thousand. But because you're far enough north, it'll it'll snow there. Plenty. It'll
2: it'll dump. Yeah, yeah. it'll dump for sure.
0: Wow. So you you're a road warrior. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. So what's happening now what's what's uh
2: well, for now we're just you, getting and
0: signing up already we're right? gonna
2: start registration soon we're getting that so getting that all situated, getting our you know getting our flyers printed and things like that um and then getting ready for the fired up that happens at the end of February. we're really excited for that one. We've got um a great team again coming it's a different team than um than the one we did in the North state, but great team coming together we've got Mary Bolesky and um, Ryan Ramirez, who's mm-hmm. local, but lives in South Carolina now, and uh, Rocafuerte will mm-hmm. be will be joining us for those. So we're getting ready for that, and, and honestly, already starting to plan all of those events we do next year, so getting ready for you know ministry days and on fire, and I know it's crazy, like those things just happened, but yeah, we're already...
0: Well, you know, to make them happen right, it takes yeah. a lot of planning. It takes and...
2: a lot of planning, and... Um, you know, so we're we're working on that, and then, you know, we just we had in our not to happen. It hasn't happened since 1983. But NCYC, the National Catholic mm-hmm. Youth Conference, happened in LA the second weekend over Labor right. or Labor Day, jeesh Veterans Day weekend. Right. So. Um, you know, just trying to, we're trying to recruit some of those speakers that were there to come to on fire and work with them. So do
0: you sit down after like ministry days or on fire and say, what did we do right? What did we do wrong? What can we do better or what can we do different?
2: Yeah, we do. Um, so myself and Deacon Kevin sit down with each of the team members individually, um, about both events and, you know, ask what, what you liked about what, you know, what have you heard from
0: have a your no hold bar? Yeah. yeah.
2: Just tell us what you thought Um, let us know. Um, what do you think we should do next year? Um, anything we should add, anything we should take away, you know, and, and some of it's like not possible. I like the cost is the cost some of the stuff you know but um some things we can make it work we'll just just share your ideas with us we ask the team to just help us help me figure out their ideas and then um it's something that like I really enjoy doing it's like a puzzle to me is like figuring out how I can make all the pieces they want to work like Mm -hmm. my first reaction is like well I can't think of this but then if I just like ruminate on it for a little bit and let it let it sink in, and I do like to put together that Tetris board. <laughs> you do
0: it well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it just it just seems it is is COVID in terms of now when you plan things and plan events is COVID completely in the rearview mirror?
2: I don't know how to answer that. Um, no, yes, and no. I yeah. would say yes and no. Like it's still something we have to think about. Like mm-hmm. definitely with summer camp, I think we'll still just like we did last summer um my plan is that people still need to take a covid test just mm-hmm. to be safe mm-hmm. um unless somebody makes sense somebody says no um mm-hmm. but it's just will be part of our screening health screening i think for the foreseeable future but for events like i mean you know on fire is co- almost completely outdoor event yeah um if people you know are not comfortable gathering still because of covid like i'm not going to argue the point with them sure um and, you know, we just move on from there. But so it's not like completely out of, you know, Yeah, it's not completely in like in.
0: And may, we don't know. We, we've we got a winter facing us. We have so a winter they're, facing they're us. Warning and us about winter. But well, well and I,
2: you know, and I think it's fair to warn us all about winter, yeah. like because. Of course, they warn
0: us about the flu every winter anyway. Yeah.
2: yeah. So I, but I don't think it's. Yeah, that's what I was. I don't think it's anything bigger than. Yeah. Than than um you know the cold and flu season that that we're definitely gonna have and that's normal because we're inside and around each other more and you know people got boogers and colds and we
0: pass them to each other we (laughs) always
2: have like
0: maybe we should do the radio show outside we'll do it out (laughs) in out in the parking lot out
2: in the parking lot (laughs) well but I think it's normal and you just have to you know be aware and yep. just like you have to be aware of your surroundings and yep. it's not like calling people out if they have a little cough but it's yep. it's definitely like oh okay like i need you know it's this time well, of year well, i need to be it, aware and if trivial? i'm in sick the, don't if i'm sick i'm gonna stay home
0: in the last two years if somebody's like <coughs> you
2: know, oh yeah the scattered. stink guy yeah yeah no and i think you you can't really do that because you know that's not really kind yeah, that's right but i mean Again, if you're sick, stay home. Stay home, yeah. I think we—that's something that, like, we all should have been doing always. It, it,
0: you know, <laughs> you it, know? It, like it, it, it's so hard though because because you know everybody has a different job, right? You know, and I, I remember I was I was on, on a road trip on uh, a while ago and had to take a you know a shuttle from the hotel to somewhere you know the airport you know or you know and. And talking to the shuttle driver and and uh minimum wage, yeah, no benefits gets sick, stays home right, can't pay the rent, you know uh, it's just
2: uh, no and i underst- i mean I understand that, but I think at the same time, like we just hard. need to be just need to be aware of it right. and um you know people need to be kind to each other and that's and try really to bottom line huh that's really the bottom line, and you know
0: do unto others,
1: yeah. He, and you know, in know, general,
2: just try to avoid sneezing on other people. Just gross. Say love one another. <laughs> something, I you. Something, yeah, something like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Love
0: your neighbor as yourself. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Do, do what you'd expect your neighbor to do. Right. Yeah, Jennifer, always a joy. Thanks for all your great work. Thank you. We'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah, for sure. Next next time you go on one of those road trips. Uh, You're going to see me hitchhiking. Okay. (laughs) We'll record it next time for you. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. We'll take a quick break. Back with more on the Bishop's Hour right after this. This portion of the Bishop's Hour is brought to you by a grant from the St. Vincent de Paul Society. Drop by and shop at the thrift store, a beautiful, beautiful thrift store at 2275 Watt Avenue. Open Mondays through Saturdays from 10 to 8 and Sundays from 11 to 6. Well, Bishop Soto refers to Christ the King Retreat Center as the jewel of the diocese, and indeed it is. What a beautiful oasis it is. It's located in Citrus Heights, uh, right in the hustle and bustle of the city, and you feel like you're getting away from it all when you uh, turn off the main road and just uh, uh, come into Christ the King Passionist Retreat Center. Christ the King has served Northern California and the Diocese of Sacramento for over 60 years through parish weekend retreats, individual spiritual direction, and a variety of other programs. For information on all the programs that they offer, including residential programs, give them a call. They're at 916-725-4720, or you can visit them at 6520 Van Maren Lane in Citrus Heights. And we certainly thank uh, the St. Vincent de Paul Society and Christ the King Passionist Retreat Center for their fine and long-standing support of the Bishop's Hour.
1: Uh, this is Bishop William K. Wiegand, the Bishop Emeritus of Sacramento, and you're listening to the Bishop's Hour with Bob Denning.
0: Thank you, Bishop Wiegand, for that wonderful introduction, for all the work you have done here in the Diocese of Sacramento, and continue to do all the great service you've done to our great Catholic Church and, and to the Universal Church as well. Well, we're pleased to welcome in Joe Elfs, the president of the St. Vincent de Paul Society here in, in the uh, Diocese of Sacramento. Joe, good day to you. Uh, good day to you. How are you doing today? Doing very, very well. Uh, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And I'm just rejoicing.
1: Well, you know, the alternative is not such a good idea. We're doing <laughs> right. here.
0: That's right. Take take whatever you get today and just remember that uh, no day is promised. So if you're if you're still here, there's a there's a good reason.
1: Well, you know, a lot of people have asked me uh, I don't know if I mentioned I've been uh, diagnosed with cancer. Uh, it's really not that big of a deal not to me anyway. Uh people ask me how I'm doing and uh, they're very concerned and Quite honestly, I almost feel
0: like I'm a fraud because I feel pretty good. Oh, good, good. I think the worst thing about it was taking the uh, chemotherapy meds. Uh, that's just no fun at all. I've heard that many, many times.
1: Yeah, uh, well, what kind of questions have you got? Or you just want me to go
0: off on a ramble here. Uh, let's, you, let's uh, Joe, uh, when you ramble, uh, you make such good sense. Uh, I feel like I should just listen.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. I'll uh, I'll start off with our fire fund mm-hmm. up in the North State. Yes. Uh, where that started was uh, you hit bureaucracy when you're trying to help people up there. If somebody donates money to the campfire, for instance, it has to go to the campfire, and that um, creates issues because. We don't have just one fire in California.
0: Oh, no. Boy, isn't that the case. Well, we started our own fire fund,
1: the North State Fire Fund. Uh, that was August of 21. And uh, people were very donating, donating. Just hand over fist with that. Uh, we started off with uh, over $100,000. Uh, we've gone through about, uh, about 140000 uh, that is the uh, the campfire, the North Complex, the Dixie Fire, the Bear Fire, the Caldor Fire, the Zog Fire, Salt Fire, the Mill Fire, McKinney and Mosquito Fire.
0: Yeah. You know, I remember all those names, and it fades as to where which one was which. I remember most recently, obviously, the Mosquito Fire in the foothills. This is uh, th- this late in the season. Even was when the Paradise Fire, the so the, the so devastated uh, Paradise, um, uh, took place. You know, yeah. way, way beyond what we think of as fire season. Yeah,
1: and uh, shoot, we just just wrapped up the aid to the campfire. Wow. that was four years ago.
0: Was that four years ago? Wow, campfire of course. For it, it hit Paradise and and a few other little towns, but uh, just really wiped out Paradise. Yeah, it, well, uh, uh, what you
1: learn real quickly is each fire has its own personality, mm-hmm. a footprint, if you will. Paradise was completely gone. Yep. Uh, the LNU fire that was here in Solano County. Mm-hmm. Uh. And, It didn't actually burn inside the city limits. It was in the county lands. Right. The people that were out there, uh, most of them just got in the motorhomes and moved into town and sat in the parking lot at Sam's or whatever. It was
0: primarily between uh, Vacaville and and Winters.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and... uh, No,
0: it was. I mean, it was just. It looked like a nuclear bomb had hit.
1: Yeah, it, it, everything was gone.
0: Yep. They're still getting back on their feet up there.
1: Uh, uh, we get we get money from uh, FEMA. Mm-hmm. It has to go through the state, and then it goes to Catholic charities, and then we distribute it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because
0: because you're the you're the the boots on the ground.
1: Yeah, and yeah. Uh, um, somebody can. Give me, but I don't have a lot of tolerance for that kind of bureaucracy. A lot of times, these fires, uh, by the time they get them, get us the funds to help. Uh, it's six months to a year, and yeah, that's just not just not good to me.
0: Yeah, and, and you folks were on the ground in in uh, uh, Chico helping the people from Paradise tr- oh, yeah. try to get through all the red tape.
1: You know, it it just gets confusing to me. Yeah, I know the Dixie Fire went through four counties. I think it was.
0: Yep. Uh, and the Car they, Fire hit Redding so so bad. Yeah, and uh, this this year has not been as devastating. Right. Uh, they had a couple of bad ones up around Weed, and right. You get that far out in the uh, the hinterlands, people tend to. Yep. Yep.
1: But I know we've uh, we've been up there. Uh, it, it is just kind of rough, and I quite honestly, I was talking to somebody. Uh, who who was it? I think they lived in Missouri, and they were saying they don't they don't know how we can stand that, how, mm-hmm. how we can live like that. Well, I don't know how people are going to live with hurricanes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I don't understand how you live in a tornado zone. your choice and if you don't like it well you've got the option i'm always kind of amazed with people especially up around the russian river
0: yeah how many times has that flooded oh i know yes yeah, that yeah you don't think of fires up there because they get so much rainfall but you, you really think about the flooding yeah yeah and
1: you wonder why why do people keep going back they're rebuilding yeah.
0: is that- Yep, and the Eel River further north, uh, notorious for flooding, and yeah, you're right. It's because it's their home. That's uh, there's there's such a such a draw to that. I remember my mom uh, was from North Dakota, and she still longed for the for the winter in North Dakota. And I'm going, well, what's what's the matter with you? You know. Window wow. into the
1: garage to get
0: on the snowmobile to go to work. Yeah, and then he moved back there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, I don't understand that, but yeah, it was his home.
0: There's something. There's that draw of home. That's for sure.
1: I live in Backerville. I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not gonna go to the shelter in Fairfield mm-hmm. because I don't live in Fairfield. Right. Live in so,
0: exactly. Yes, yes. Uh, maybe describe Exodus a little bit for, for those who haven't heard it, and Rabbi uh, Seth Castleman, who does such a great job there. The
1: Exodus program was founded, uh, uh, Bishop Soto was a very big mover behind that, mm-hmm. of helping people when
0: they get out of prison. Right,
1: it helping them transition. Yeah. strictly yeah. a mentoring program. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and you know, it will be interesting to check the data five years, 10 years from now and see the difference in the recidivism rate, uh, the difference in these people um, being transitioned into the community in a, in a productive way, uh, just, just the fruits of all this labor. Yeah, well, we've had uh, many talks about the recidivism rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to tell
1: because... People come out, and uh, we're was just at the meeting this morning, and uh, people just will ghost out on them.
0: You know. They, yeah, yeah. You you lose track of them. Yeah.
1: And you don't know if they are they in prison? Did they go back to jail? Are they working? Did mm-hmm. they uh, get back to their family? Yeah. Eh, and uh, that was one of my big questions: was uh, can we track the recidivism? Mm-hmm. And uh, well, <laughs> I, I don't know how
0: you can do that. Well, you're not the parole board. You know, you can't, you can't require them to register with you or let you know what they're doing or anything like that. You're a, a volunteer organization that's, that's, that's doing the Lord's work, trying to, trying to help them get back into society. And the, as we know, that, tr- that transition can be really, really difficult. If uh, things were hard for them before they were in prison, they're twice as hard once you get out. Right? Once they're branded, it is tough to shake that. It's hard to get a place to live. It's hard to get a job. Uh, it's, it's, it's just very, very difficult. Like people can say, well, that's their own fault. Well, they, we're not interested in assigning fault. We're interested in helping them transition back to society, n- number one, so they're productive members of society. But it's better for all of us if they don't go back to a life of crime.
1: was concerned because the homeless were being fed in the parks mm-hmm. and we were attracting homeless people to the parks. Right. No, 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 no.
0: The homeless people live there. They live there, right. If you're ignoring that, then
1: you're just out of touch with it. Right. And by feeding them and giving them a hand, uh, you're actually preventing them from breaking into your house and stealing uh, a, right. a, a hot pie. You know. It, 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 but, you know, that's, a, that's the way it works. Uh the Exodus program, they've got four houses, one for women, three for men. Mm-hmm. They can live there for up to six months, mm-hmm. uh, try to get a job, save money, and try to get their life back on track. They've grown to 40 mentors that are out there with the, with the folks. Uh, and when they come in, uh, you know, it, I'm like everybody else. Uh and got out of prison. Or what'd you go in for? Mm-hmm. You know why? Why should I help you? Those kids are God's children. Mm-hmm. That is what it is. In if you
0: if you change your look on it and realize that these are just people, there are brothers and sisters.
1: Yeah, they had uh, Seth and crew had a film presentation a couple of months ago at right at St. Anthony's. Mm-hmm. And the uh, stories of those women, it was about women that were taken away from their children in prison. Uh, Just heart-wrenching stuff, just heart-wrenching. I know they've got the other program. uh,
0: Get on the bus.
1: Yeah, the get on the bus people. Mm -hmm. That, you know, I can't even begin to imagine what
0: that would feel like. One of my daughters is involved in that program and uh, just says, yeah, it's, 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 (laughs) it's, pretty difficult for those kids
1: yeah and the kids the parents might have committed a crime but the kids are innocent that's right you know and the fact that they want to see their mom or dad that's normal that's normal and natural yep and so a lot of stuff happening there uh we just had the fundraiser for them that went very fairly well you know Raising money is always, uh, how'd you do? Oh, we did good. Yeah, could you raise more? Yeah, it would have been nice to get more. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, Sometimes you do what you do with what you get. And uh, with that being said, the, the uh, 53 conferences that we've got that are scattered, uh, a lot of people don't realize the size of the diocese. <laughs>
0: Do you have good tires on your car, Joe? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's been kind of interesting because uh, after the COVID thing, a lot of people are meeting by uh, Zoom. Right. And, and that's not a bad thing. Uh, it it can save a lot of grief. But at the same time, the personal... Uh, Contact's not there.
0: Well, and, and boy, if if any one organization thrives on personal contact, it's St. Vincent de Paul. That's, that's part
1: of our entity. That's what
0: mm-hmm. we do. Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, you can talk to people and they'll tell you, oh, ah, yeah, people are getting over on you. Yeah, but then you have that one little old lady. Uh, I've had uh, elderly women crying and in, in joy in uh, uh, in Walmart cuz we paid for a prescription uh, mm-hmm. at the PG&E office uh you know and don't take a lot of those to just really make you uh, appreciate mm-hmm.
0: it's it's a, it's a, just a very
1: good good feeling to me well, and yeah you'll sometimes you get tired and you will get discouraged but you do what you can with what you get and you look for the uh, you look
0: for the sunny side of it well you 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 folks uh, at saint vincent paul has have provided a lot of sun for a lot of people i'll tell you a lot of sunshine
1: well i like to think we do i know that uh, every now and again you see uh, where you see it really big is when you help out somebody with children Little kids look at you with uh, just big eyes, and, and, and yeah, it turns me into a big water putty. I can remember my wife and I went to delivery uh, Thanksgiving meal to a lady over in Dixon, and I was rather cynical about it because unmarried, young, she had like four kids, didn't have any furniture in her apartment, and you know, when we went in there, you know, I went in with nah. And the little kids was hugging his mom's skirt and hiding behind her peeking mm-hmm. he out at me yeah <laughs> <laughs> they gotta give him my wallet mm-hmm. you know just it, it's tough it is tough yep and then we've got the whole homeless thing oh my goodness that, that's something
0: that uh I just don't see a real easy answer there. There isn't. And, you know, and I, I know that we had some of that when I was growing up, but not like it is today.
1: No. You drive through, you drive through Sacramento, yeah. and you see a tent. Uh, 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 when I went up to the Exodus meeting, there's a, yeah. a tent on the little patch of sure. dirt. Sure, sure. Uh, the only thing I'd say about that is I've been camping a lot, a lot of times never had a campsite with that much trash around it. No. Yeah, you pick it up. Just a little little effort there. But we're, we're working on that. Uh, uh, we're trying to put together a tiny home project, an mm-hmm. East SAC. Uh, if we can get that working, it'll be a good thing. Uh, we went over to Los Kiegos and Santa Rosa.
0: I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, St. Vincent de Paul over there, they uh,
1: partnered with the city, and they opened up a tiny home project. Uh, my wife, uh, myself, Dot. Uh, I don't remember if niece was there or not, uh,
0: Brian Power went over to see it. Boy, what a, what a setup they've got. Mm-hmm. got. Very well controlled. Some of those can work very well.
1: Well, yeah, and Sacramento seems to have a political problem with it. You know, nobody wants to stick their neck out because...
0: Right. Yeah, not in my neighborhood.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, one of our uh, county supervisors down here in Solano was physically assaulted because they wanted to put a tiny home project in a a neighborhood that it would have been an improvement to the neighborhood right. in my opinion right um, but boy did they get mad just mad 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 yep
0: no, it's and not, what can you do very difficult you know it's very difficult well Joe we're flat against the clock here always great to talk with you and uh, thanks the, for
1: the last thing let me yeah. get one more thing in yeah. here the uh, temporary to
0: permanent the TPHS program mm-hmm uh
1: had to cut back on their operations because they're running low on funds. That's uh, temporary permanent housing. of uh, right. Powers runs that out of Holy Spirit. And they right. help people get off the street by getting them into an apartment, uh, helping them with the uh, first and last deposit. With that, okay, if we're up against the wall, <laughs> we're up against the wall. Never let it be said that I don't talk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Joe, we, we always look forward to talking to you. We'll get you on again real soon, certainly before Christmas. And uh, uh, God's blessings to you and your family. And uh, um, we'll just uh, look forward to our paths crossing again real soon. All right. Well, you stay safe, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Great. Thanks so much, Joe. God, you. God, God bless. That's uh, Joe Alves, the president of the St. Vincent de Paul Society here in the Diocese of Sacramento. That's going to do it for us for today. Thanks for listening, everyone. God bless. And what a wonderful treasure Easter's Catholic Books and Gifts has been for all of us here in the diocese as they uh, uh, transition uh, into uh, uh, new ownership and management. Uh, They continue to offer wonderful workshops, wonderful uh, uh, resources for the Catholic community throughout the Diocese of Sacramento. And we uh, are are certainly uh, appreciative of the uh, fine and uh, longstanding support of the Mercy Foundation, of Easter's Catholic Books and Gifts, and of Crumley and Associates. We'd like to thank all the wonderful people and organizations, uh, businesses in town,